Happy New Year, everyone. I cannot believe it is 2022. 2021 went by so fast. It was crazy how fast it went. Thank you for joining me today for Mind Your Own Karma. I am Melissa, your host. I cannot tell you how excited I am to bring you this podcast today. This episode, this subject is near and dear to my heart and one of the main reasons that I even wanted to do a podcast in the first place. We are going to talk about some of the reasons why we get stuck and how paralyzing it can be, but the good news is you are in control and you have the power to change everything. But first I want to ask if you made a New Year's resolution. Did you make a goal? We talked about making a goal and I listed all the challenges and some little life hacks on how to navigate that. But there's other reasons why we get stuck. There's a lot of reasons why we get stuck. I call them reasons, but really they're just excuses. But some of those are maybe money, education, you fear change, you're afraid to make a mistake, you feel uncomfortable, you don't feel like you have the right resources. There's so many, um, just depending on what what subject you're talking about. But I just kind of wanted to be a little transparent with you and tell you a little bit about my story and the reasons that I felt stuck. I was in a very long marriage for a long time. And when I met this person, I had very low self-esteem. I was 19. I was 19. And at that point felt like this person loves me and this is probably the best I'm going to get. Now, not that he was a horrible person, but probably not the right guy for me. And if you ask the people that knew me back then, they would probably agree. Like they were probably asking themselves, what is she doing? But she appears happy. So we're just going to, in fact, they've told me that, you know, you looked happy. And so we, who are we to judge, you know, and, and it wasn't really for them. There wasn't really for them to judge. It was just them for them to be supportive of me. And they were. But I had such low self-esteem that I made some bad decisions. And just because I felt like this was the best I was going to get at 19 years old, I was scared. I was scared that no one was going to want me. I had made up all these truths in my head about myself that were destructive. And I had probably been married about a month when I knew in my heart that I had made the biggest mistake of my life. But at that point I felt stuck because divorce wasn't in my vocabulary and I didn't want to disappoint anybody. And how was I going to tell everyone a month after I just had this huge wedding that I had made a mistake? And trust me, there were red flags along the way that I just chose to ignore because of my self-doubt. So then you fast forward 20 years later and, you know, bumps in the road as a lot of marriages have and working through and this and that. But I just was increasingly unhappy and depressed and had got anxiety, which that is just not in my personality at all, any of these things. 
and I just, I tried to work through them and just, I, I fought as hard as I could. I fought because I had two kids. I had my finances all tied up together. We had a house, you know, just all the life things were happening and I'm looking around and I'm like, where would I go if I left? How would I financially support myself? The other things running through my mind was, how is this going to affect others? My family, you know, judgment from other people. We were deep into church and our kids went to school there and the judgment that I was going to feel for doing this and just hoping for change, just waiting for the change, you know, for the, for the way I felt to like flip the switch. And it just didn't, you know, it was years and years and I just kept spiraling down into the pit. Um, and I didn't, you know, feeling the heartbreak that I was going to cause others, my kids, you know, um, and I just had been so depressed. I slept so much. I had no energy to just even make a move. I just wanted things to work out. I just wanted them to work out in the end. So I didn't have to do what I knew I needed to do. And so I'm not sure if any of you resonate with this exact story or just even just the feelings that I had at that time of just the hopelessness. It's the most horrible feeling in the world and you feel so powerless. It's such a weight and everybody's judgment and feelings, it just weighs on you. I tell this story to other people in hopes that it helps, um, but I kind of see that journey, that time in my life, like I was floating on a floaty out in the ocean and I'm just floating along and, you know, life's happening and things are happening and I'm just kind of numb. You know, you're just going through the motions, you're busy. And before I knew it, I look around and I am way out in the ocean. The tide has taken me super far and I can see the little strip of sand and I can barely see it. And I panic and I say to myself, if I don't start swimming back right this moment, I'm drifting. I'm not going to be able to come back. And I kind of see that little strip of sand is me. That's me over there. And I have to get back to me. And this is where I talked about in the very first episode, how the universe took me to the edge of the cliff. It had nudged, nudged, nudged me since the day I had met this person. And then shoved, shoved, shoved me to the edge of the cliff. And I'm looking down and I'm scared. I don't want to jump off the cliff. I don't know what's down there. And the universe just pushed me off, literally pushed me off because I got so sick mentally and physically that I literally felt like I was dying, literally dying from the inside out. You know, and because we 
had gone to church. I had that belief system and I prayed and I cried out to God so many times for so many years. Please fix this, fix this. I don't want to make a move. And it was crickets. And I know there's going to be people that want to argue with me about that. And you know what? Judge away because I can truly say down to my soul that I did the right thing by walking away, that I tried everything in my power to try and make it work. And it just wasn't working. And why was it not working? Because I do look back and I do learn from things like this in my life because otherwise it's not worth going through anything if I don't learn from it. I'm always looking in the mirror and saying, what part did I have in that? That's part of the journey, I believe. That should be the first thing that you do. Anytime you're going through anything, before you start pointing fingers at anyone else, point the finger at you and analyze yourself and make yourself better from whatever you're going through. One of the things I realized at the time was I was voicing the things that I needed, the things that I needed changed in this person that I was married to. And they would make all the promises that they were going to do that. And it would just never happen. The action wasn't behind the words. And so I just lost hope. And But I started thinking, I started thinking really deeply about it. And I felt like, you know, we change in life. We evolve and we become different people and have different needs. And I really felt like if this person was to do the things that I needed, that that wasn't who they were. And therefore, they weren't going to be happy. We could no longer make each other happy. I couldn't be what he needed, and he couldn't be what I needed. And so it was just time to go our separate ways. It's Yes, at first, you can say some of it was personal. But really, it's not. It's two people growing in two different directions. And I can truly say that I want him to be happy. And I hope he's happy. And I just want the best for him. I have no hard feelings. What would that get me? And what would it get me to spew, you know, all the reasons and the things? Like, it. what does that serve? It serves nothing and nobody. And I don't need to prove anything to anyone. Because if you think bad of me for making that decision, then you don't know me at all. And that's okay. That's okay. The good thing is, I don't need your permission to be myself. I don't need you to validate me. I validate me. If I let everyone else validate me, which I did for a long time, and that is why I made wrong choices. If I let everyone validate me, I would not be happy. They don't know me. They don't know what makes me happy, what's going to make me happy. I get to decide that. And it's my responsibility to make myself happy and to figure out that code, whatever that is. That's my responsibility, not someone else's. But 
people either add to your life or they don't. And there's a lot of times that people are in your life for a season and then the fork in the road comes and they need to go on their way. And that's fine. I always kind of see it as a pruning, you know, like you're a tree and you have all these branches and you're bearing fruit. And some of the branches were bearing fruit for a while and fall comes and this branch isn't bearing fruit for you anymore. And so some pruning needs to be done and it's not a personal thing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you're a bad person. That's great. You need to go on your road and I hope you're happy, but you're not serving me anymore. And so I have to let that go. I have to prune. And I'm not saying as soon as you're unhappy in a relationship that you need to cut them off. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying don't try. I'm just saying I feel for me that I did everything that I could think of and do to try and make it work. And so I don't have one regret. And that's the other thing I want to tell you. This is why I don't regret it is because I know I tried everything in my power to make it work and it just wasn't. And the universe was telling me that I needed to make a move. Now, were there consequences to my decision? Of course. I had kids. It affected them. I had family. It affected them. It affected my ex. It affected everything, my finances, everything. But that all was going to work out one way or another. And I'm not saying that all those avenues worked out positively because they haven't and they're still works in progress. And I'm hoping to turn those things around. But that's part of where you look in the mirror at yourself because like I said before in prior episode, I was an actor in my own life because I didn't want to make those moves. And so I was a fake person. I was a fake person to everyone around me. I was acting. I was not happy. And I started to withdraw from people because I couldn't, I couldn't play the part anymore. And I didn't want anyone to see that. I didn't want to face the writing on the wall. But when I finally jumped off the cliff or got pushed, literally, I was scared, but it felt so good. It felt good because I was finally in alignment with myself. I was finally in alignment with where I was supposed to be going. I was so stuck and stagnant that it was killing me, literally killing me. And so I took the time to figure out who I was. I had no clue. I know, I don't think I ever, ever consulted myself ever in my life about who I was. I was always what I thought I should be, not who I was made to be or wanted to be. So the one thing I can say is don't make huge life choices when you aren't aligned with yourself. If you don't know who you are or what you want, don't make huge life choices that are going to affect you and possibly others. Take the time to figure out you before you involve anybody else or make a decision that is going to be really hard to pivot or make that U-turn to get out of it. 
So that was kind of a long story about me and how I was stuck and how I got out of it. Another thing I want to bring up is unhealthy expectations. Unhealthy expectations on yourself and others are a killer of your happiness. I think having others' expectations put on you and you trying to follow that is for sure not going to bring you to the happy place. I'm not saying don't look at those things or other people's advice. Um, you know, I would just say, take what you need and leave what you don't, you know, because some of it might be constructive and you could, you know, say, okay, that, you know, makes sense to me. And other things might not, you don't have to do anything that doesn't feel right. Don't do it. I mean, starting this podcast was a crazy harebrained idea, but I really felt like this was what I was supposed to do. I have no reason or explanation for it, except that I felt that nudge. And so I just started walking in the direction and I have done so much. I've learned so much in the last 10 weeks. I look back and I'm just like, I did all of this. I did tech. I did editing. I'm just like, I did that. And I feel such an accomplishment about it, but all those accomplishments were, um, expectations on me and I would make lists every day and I barely would accomplish any of those because it was such a huge learning curve with this podcast, but I had to be kind to myself in that and give myself some grace and kind of jump in in places, even if I wasn't a hundred percent ready, you know, um, my mentor always say, says to be a C student, you know, just do, just go and start. And that's hard for me to do because I feel, you know, a lot of people feel like I got to have some control over that, but that's been something that I had to learn through this process was sometimes you're not going to be a hundred percent prepared, just go. And those are when the crazy things come up and happen and that you weren't expecting the synchronicities of meeting someone or being somewhere at the right time, you know, it just there's been so many little things that have been so cool that have happened, just being able to go on the fly sometimes. And that's the other thing that I've gained through this process is some confidence, self-confidence. And there are times that, you know, I like to get dressed up when I go out. I like to wear sparkly boots, you know, and I'll walk in and people will look at me and you kind of feel that judgment sometimes. And you know what? I don't care. It doesn't bother me anymore. I'm not everybody's cup of tea because I'm not tea. I'm espresso coffee. I'm, you know, I'm not for everybody. And so it doesn't bother me. You can have your judgment. You cannot like me. It's okay. We don't have to be friends. Do you ever feel that judgment from somebody that you don't even know that maybe you have just met at a party or at a restaurant or something and you immediately get that feeling like you get that vibe from that person that they just don't like you? And you know what? That's okay. They're on a different wavelength. They're on a different vibe. Their path's on a different, you know, they're going north and I'm going south. That's fine. You don't have to like me. It's okay. It's okay. I'm sure you have plenty of people that you get along with and those are your people. 
So why do we let other people's judgments of us affect us so much? And why do we take that on? Why do we tag that onto us and make that a truth about us? Why do we do that? I get to decide who I am. You don't get to do that. Our thoughts are so powerful. Our thoughts can change our bodies. It can change our chemistry, can change our health. It can, it affects everything. But the good news is you can control your thoughts. You are in control of that. Nobody else. Somebody can tell you something. You don't have to take that on. You don't have to believe that. You get to choose. So what are your excuses? What are the excuses you tell yourself that you can't move forward, that you can't attain something or have something or whatever, whatever it is, what are your excuses? Because excuses really down deep inside, if you list your excuses, your excuses are just your fear and ego. Your fears and ego dictate every excuse on your list. I can guarantee it. Everything on the list is going to come back to a fear of something. The story that you or someone else has told about you. And when you take that on, it becomes your truth. There's no other way around it. It becomes your story. But guess what? Books have chapters. And the next chapter can look totally different. That's up to you. You get to tell the story. You are the writer of your own book. I mean, I started this crazy podcast, right? I have no fear of posting. I had no fear of posting my first episode. I was excited. Why? Because I didn't set any expectations on it, number one. And the fear turned into excitement for me. And because I didn't have the expectation, what, where would I, the fear was gone. What was I to fear? That my mom would be the only one to listen to it? Like I had one download? Okay. I mean, that's, I didn't do this for anyone but me. And like I said before, if you get something out of what I am feeling that I need to bring to the podcast that week, if you get something out of it, that's just a bonus for me. That is where the excitement comes in. Why should I be scared if I don't have a, a, a stake in the outcome? Meaning a stake that's going to make or break me. It's not going to. It's just going to add because I'm, I'm at base level. I'm doing what I feel like I need to do, what I've been led to do. And so there's no other way to go but up. I mean, if I'm doing, if I'm in my flow, then what harm can happen to me? And only good things are going to come to me because I'm in alignment with myself and with the universe. And so there's, there is no bad outcome. And that's the other thing that I want to talk about is we label things. We get to decide 
what we label things. We get to decide if something is good or something is bad. It's all in the label. And those labels make up your truth. When you say something is good or bad, that gets put in your story. That gets put in that chapter. And you start believing it. That's your truth. Whatever you label it, that's how it is. If you label the huge Christmas list that you have to go buy for everyone, people, your kids, your in-laws, your this, your that, your friends, your secret Santa, oh my gosh, this is horrible. How am I going to get this done? And you just catastrophize like crazy. So you've labeled that. You know what? You get to give gifts to people. That means you get to make people feel good. Okay. It's all how you look at it. There's people out there that don't have anyone to buy for. They have no one for the holidays and no one will be buying for them. And that is depressing. But you look at this list you have of all these people that are in your life that you love, that you care for. You get to give them a gift. So that's what I'm talking about is how you label things. Look at it and find the positives. Otherwise, how are you going to enjoy the holidays? I hear so many people, I'm so tired. I don't, I can't get all this done, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look how blessed you are. Oh my God. Look at, look at that list of people that love you. And you know what? If you still feel bad about it, then maybe you need to look at the list and cut some branches off of your tree or something or, you know, because it shouldn't be like that. If you're like, oh God, I have to buy for this person, then don't do it. I know that probably sounds so simple, but it is, it is that simple. Just don't. If it doesn't feel right, it's not in alignment with you. you, you you're not supposed to be doing it. So anyways, going back to how we label things, when you say, you know, I can't do something because I'm not this and I'm not that, or I don't have this or that, so I can't do it, then that's your reality. You've already, you're drawing that, that energy to you. You've already said it. And so, yeah, you're right. You are right. That is not going to happen because you've already said it's not. It's that simple. It really is that simple. The abundance is there. The abundance is, they've, it's got its hands out and the little gift is sitting in their hand and it's just waiting for you to take it. It's just sitting there waiting for you to take it. How to get there, what you need to get there, it's all right there. It really is. You just have to reach out and take it. So what's stopping you? All these fears, all these stories that you've made up about yourself or someone else has made up about you? you know what, you're going to believe it, then that's your truth, but you don't have to. And fear is, fear can be healthy. I mean, when I started this podcast, yeah, I was scared, but you know what, you, you kind of reevaluate that. And I don't label it as scared anymore. I label it as this is growth. Like this is something new. And so I feel this excitement because something's coming around the corner. I don't know maybe what it is, but I know it's going to be good one way or the other. 
that's what I label it. And so that is what it's going to be. I have to tell you this story that happened to me yesterday because it's kind of funny, um, but it kind of goes back to how, you know, you think about how other people see you. And so I'm in this pod of podcasters. Um, there's like six of us and we meet, we try to meet, meet once a week on Zoom. So I was having trouble with the Zoom link and this and that. So I was already late and I was almost like going to forget it. I got all this stuff I got to do. I don't even have any makeup on. My hair's up and a clip. I'm wearing sweats, you know, whatever. I had all these excuses to why I shouldn't do it. Um, but anyway, so I finally get on the Zoom call and I get lit in the room. And so I see everybody and my little square with me in it is totally upside down. I am upside down. I'm the only one that's upside down. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm like, I just started laughing. I just started laughing, but almost out of embarrassment because I am, I don't speak IT. I don't speak that language. And I'm like, I barely, I don't even know how to work Zoom. It's, it's, a, it's a miracle that I can even like click to get in the room. I, I really, I'm, it's horrible. <laughs> so I'm thinking, I'm late. So I'm already like interrupting somebody and their thoughts and something that's important to them. But now I'm upside down and I don't know how to fix this. And so I'm like, okay, you know, I'm like trying to make a joke. And I'm like, yeah, well, this is pretty much how I, been feeling this last week is upside down. So this is perfect. You know, I'm like, okay. Yeah. So then I start like looking at my screen and trying to figure out how to fix it. I'm like on my phone and I'm like looking and I, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to start clicking stuff because what if I get kicked out of the room and then I'm going to be more of a distraction trying to come back in and, and, you know, and then the other thing is I'm not even listening to what my peers are talking about because I'm trying to figure out why I'm upside down, you know? And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Okay. So I'm upside down. I hope, I know that's probably already a distraction, but I think I'd be more distracting and it's rude that I'm not listening, you know, and that I'm like fooling around on the screen and who knows what would happen next. So I don't want to touch anything. So yeah, I was upside down the whole, you know, 50 minutes that I was on Zoom with these people and they just rolled with it. They were so nice to me. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll get that figured out next time, you know? But I was like freaking out at first and I'm just like, oh my God, what are these people thinking? They're, you know, laughing at me. They're like, don't you know how to fix that? I mean, like, no, I don't, you know, but in the end, did it, did, are they even thinking about it today? Are they even like laughing? I mean, if they are, that's cool. They're laughing at me and telling other people. They probably did, but that's fine. But I'm just like, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. And if, it, if nothing else, I gave them a laugh, right? <laughs> so I just had to tell that story because I was like freaking out. And then I was like, what the hell? Who cares? I literally have a little jar, a little globe of F words <laughs> that are cut out of wood. And I'm like, I have like 200 of them in this little jar. And I'm like, I don't even give one of those. So I'm sure they didn't either if they had a little jar because I'm not giving, no, I don't, I don't give an F. So, you know, you only get so many Fs to give. And so you have to be very stingy with them. And I just don't give any anymore. Is that bad? 
I just really don't. And I'm not doing it to be mean to anybody or, you know, like I don't care, but I kind of don't like there's things I care about. And then there's things I don't like, I'm not going to waste my energy on other people's opinions about me or whatever. Like you're free to think what you want. And I don't have to wear that as a label. I don't have to give out one of my F's. I don't. But what I do give an F about is this last thing that I kind of want to say is I hear a lot of people when they have a hobby or something that they enjoy to doing that they just want to give it away. And that, I mean, it's okay, I guess, sometimes. But why can't your hobby be your source of income? Why can't, why does our job have to be something that we hate? Like we kind of just grew up thinking that what we were going to do was just work and a paycheck. And I don't think that that's what we were supposed to be doing. Like it, I think we were supposed to really like what we do. And, you know, I've worked at the same place for 32 years and I started doing one thing and I really hated it. I did it for seven years and then I switched, um, to a different modality and I liked it. I liked it a lot better than what I was first doing. And so I did that for a long, long time. And then about three years ago, I kind of pivoted again and I started working in a breast health center and I was like, this is it. I love doing this. After almost 30 years, I found my thing. And I'm good at it. I love doing it. I love coming to work. I love working with the women. I love who I work with. I'm like, this is it. Like, you know, but at this point in my career, there's been some pivots recently, again, to where I might be taken out of that department and I'm not going to lie. Like I am disappointed. I'm sad. And I have to just trust that again, I'm on a journey and the universe is, has got something for me. I don't know what it is. And that's scary for me to be totally honest. But I have to believe that and I'm going to, I'm being authentic. I'm being authentic and telling you this because I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell you what the universe has done for me. I'm not saying it's going to be a fun, you know, totally I'm on the, you know, water slide journey, having a good time. It's going to be, I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I can't even say what it's going to be. Um, but I'm just sharing that with you because I'm on a journey too. And I know a lot of times it sounds like, oh, just do this. It's so easy. And, you know, I know it's not. I know it's not. Um, and, and I have I have setbacks too. I'm not, I'm not perfect. I don't have this down. Um, 
So I, I, I'll let you know in future episodes, like how it's going and what the actual outcome was of it. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to, I'm excited to show you that what I'm telling you is true. And that's what I'm saying though, is everything I'm telling you, I become accountable for also. And so I am going through things as I am trying to tell you, I, the universe puts things in my path that I'm, I have to be authentic and I have to, I'm living everything that I'm telling you, I'm living it or have lived it or are living it again. So it's a journey and it's, you know, like I always say, it's a journey. There's never a destination. We're always on the journey, which is so cool because we get to keep experiencing new things and learning new things about uh, ourselves and stuff. And I just, I think that's cool. I don't want to just sit on a couch and do nothing and be nothing. That's just not me. I'm a doer. I'm a go-getter. I've learned that about myself the last 10 years. And um, so I'm just bringing all that to you and hopes that you can take some of what I say and, and apply it and that it works for you and you have some positive outcomes as well. But kind of going back to the whole hobby um, thing that I was talking about and it being a source of income, why can't you get paid for it? You know, I think a lot of times I hear people say, well, I enjoy doing it. So I'm just going to do it for free because I just, I like to do it. Okay. So you get to give to somebody. That's great. And that makes you feel good because you like doing it and you like to give to that person, but you're denying that person of giving back to you. That person might want to give to you too. And they might want to do that monetarily. Why can't you get paid for something that you love doing? There's nothing wrong with that. Why does that make us feel guilty? Why do we feel guilt? Why do we feel like we have to give that away? We don't. What is money anyway? Money is just an exchange of energy from one person to another. I give you money and I get something usually. And so it's a healthy exchange. When people pay for something, they see value in it. They treat it differently. When you get something handed to you, I'm not saying you don't appreciate it, but I don't think you appreciate it as much as if you pay for it, especially if you pay quite a bit for it. If you put out some dough for something, it means something to you. If you get handed a car that somebody just gave you, you're probably not going to wash it all the time and take care of it and take it in for tune-ups and stuff. But if you worked for your dream car, I guarantee you will keep that thing clean. And you'll be proud to drive it and you will enjoy driving it because there was an exchange of energy there that makes a big difference in how we perceive it because we're showing value. We're showing that it means something to us. The more you spend on something, the more you are showing that it meant something to you. I spent what was a lot of money for me learning how to podcast. 
when I didn't even listen to a podcast ever. I just jumped in because of the feeling that I had that I needed to do it. So I put value on that and I in turn have worked hard. Now, if I paid $10 for what I got those eight weeks, would I be where I am right now? No. I put the money in, I put the energy in, and so it was showing that I wanted something, that I wanted to attain something, and so I put value on it, making it important. So if you feel stuck, a lot of times that is one way to get you to move, is expend some money, expend some energy. Um, make a commitment to someone that you cannot flake on, that will get you to move because you put a value on it. And value makes you do things, makes you feel things, makes you feel good. Don't feel guilty for having people pay you for something that you love to do. There should be no guilt in that. Just accept the gift of enjoying what you do and getting paid for it. I just really think we've been conditioned to not feel like we should love work. It feels like that's an antonym, right? Work and enjoyment <laughs> sound like two opposite things. Why? Why is that? Why have we taught ourselves that? Allow yourself to get paid for what you love to do. And we need to start allowing more into our lives. And what I mean by that are just even the little things as I had, I mean, I've always allowed, you know, I thought I did and stuff, but I really, really have been trying to make it a practice to notice when things come my way, little gifts, even if just someone opens the door for me, those kind of things. And once I started doing that, little synchronicities started coming my way. And it was kind of funny because we were, uh, me and my boyfriend were out at dinner and we struck up a conversation with this guy next to us. And, you know, we kind of started getting into some like heavy conversations about his kids and stuff. And we were just shooting, you know the crap. And, um, he ended up paying for our dinner and Greg was like, he's, he's paying our dinner. He doesn't have to do that. And I said, I said, just let him. And I turned to the guy and I was like, thank you. Thank you so much for that. Like, that was so nice of you to do. But what we want to do is say, oh, no, you don't have to do that. And, you know, you. why don't you just allow it? Allow the gift. He wanted to give it to me and Greg and just be thankful and grateful for it. Thank you. And then more will come your way like that. Little things, you know, it just does. That's just how it works. And that same day, this lady 
came up to us. We were wine tasting at a winery and she just was showering me with compliments and just like, I mean, overwhelming to where I was like, I, it almost like, whoa, lady, <laughs> her energy was just like, whoa. And, but it was just so nice you know, and she was such a nice lady. And so I got to meet her and then she loves to sing. And so she sang to us. She sang a song to us. Like we got serenaded right there at the bar. And it was just so cool. Like the energy was so nice. And I was just like, all I did that morning was wake up and basically had my hand open and just say, I wonder what the universe is going to give me today. And that's what happened. I'm not saying it's going to happen every day that you do that, but I'm saying it's happening a lot more that I started when I started doing that and whether I'm just noticing it more, I don't know, but noticing it brings more of it to me. I, it just does. So just start practicing it and see what happens. And if something happens, let me know, drop me a, you know, an I, a DM or something, or, you know, make a comment. I just, I kind of want to know, like, how is this all working for you? Um, and I just, I'm just so grateful that you're sticking with me through this learning curve because it really is a learning curve. I'm learning. And I'm, like I said, I'm just doing what I feel like I'm drawn to do. And next week it might be something else. I don't know. I really don't. I'm on the ride and I'm having a good time. Um, so just thank you guys for sticking with me and, um, I hope you have a great week. I hope I've given you some food for thought as always take what you need and leave what you don't and always remember to mind your own karma. Thanks guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Mind Your Own Karma. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a comment and click subscribe so you won't miss a thing. You can also find my Instagram and Facebook links below if you would like to follow me there as well. Thank you again and see you soon.